Mac Jones being shopped by the New England Patriots. Unreal. Unreal. But is anybody that surprised? You know, I say unreal, and is anybody that surprised in the same sentence almost? A run-on sentence. But guess what? I, I, I truly believe this is a little bit of a sign that Lamar Jackson might end up in, in New England. We're going to talk about Mac Jones, whether he's even got the potential to start for a, a, a an NFL team in, in 2023. Is Mac Jones going to be replaced by Zappi? Is this, a, is this Zappi's team? And will Lamar, after the NFL draft, and we'll talk about why it has to be after the NFL draft. Well, it doesn't have to be, but probably will be. Is Lamar, after the NFL draft, headed to New England? We're going to talk about that and more. The Fantasy Football Show begins now. From the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Breaking news, breaking news. It appears that the New England Patriots have been trying to get rid of Mac Jones. From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. So according to this report here by... by, uh, NBC Sports uh, Pro Football Talks Mike Florio is reporting that the Patriots have shopped Mac Jones to several teams. Uh, the list of teams I can go over right here, um, or at least some of them that, that people are, are thinking the Raiders were potentially talked to. Uh, I've got the uh, Texans, the Buccaneers, the Washington Commanders, all, uh, all talked to by the New England Patriots in regards to a Mac Jones potential trade. Teams that need a quarterback. Teams that need a quarterback pretty badly. Um, the Bucks brought in, obviously, Baker. So this is probably a conversation that had was had before Baker was signed. The Texans are going quarterback at number two. But do the Texans want another another QB option? I, I highly doubt they want a controversial quarterback room after they draft a quarterback at the number two overall pick uh, during the 2023 NFL draft. So I, I highly doubt that's going to be an option. Um, the commanders, I, I, they don't want Lamar Jackson. What makes you think they want Mac Jones? Anything's possible. And the Raiders brought in Jimmy G. So this conversation probably happened before Jimmy G was really, uh, thought to be the solution in Las Vegas, which. You've just been Smitty disapproved. But, uh, first in the building today was, uh, let's see here. It was peanut butter and waivers followed by. Ben, followed by Melvin, followed by Mario. Appreciate you all being here. What's up, Freak? Uh, this is crazy, man. This is crazy. I feel like uh, I feel like Mac Jones. I feel like Mac Jones isn't isn't gonna be here that long in the NFL. He feels very, very. He feels a lot lower than Baker Mayfield in terms of um, un, unraveling. You know, Baker was so thought of as a potential top 10 quarterback and not even like eight to 10, you know, nine to 10. A lot of people thought Baker and, and I, you know, I liked him at one point too. I'm not going to lie. A lot of, a lot of people, a lot of us thought Baker had the upside in Cleveland initially to be, you know, top well inside the top 10, not just at the, at the, at the fringe. 
But he's completely unraveled, and maybe he revives his career in Tampa. We'll have to see. But I, I don't think I, we talked about it earlier with Rashad White. He'll be good enough to move the football down the field, and if he's not, they throw they throw Trask in there. So at least they have two quarterback options. But I mean, looking at this situation, I get no good feelings. No good feelings. Um, about this situation for Mac Jones, I don't. I get no good feelings, and I don't know what you guys, uh, how you guys feel about this situation. I'm gonna open the phone lines. You can dial in, but I, I, I think Mac Jones is probably not starting very many games in 2023 for the Patriots if he's even on the roster. I think Zappy starts week one, probably, and if he doesn't, maybe it's half a season at most for Mac Jones before Zappy replaces him. But ultimately, what I think is probably going to happen, ultimately what I think should happen is that Mac Jones should be traded. Lamar Jackson should be brought in. And this will happen after the NFL draft. Why? Because the New England Patriots must keep this number 14 overall pick. They can't give this pick up in conjunction with the 2024 first rounder in an offer sheet uh, that they send Lamar Jackson's direction in which the, the Ravens deny and don't match it. And then guess what? The, the two most immediate drafts, first rounders, go to the Baltimore Ravens. And you don't want to send this 14 overall pick in that direction, especially with no offer sheets coming out. So I feel like, you know, the, the move to make, and, and, and Kraft has already said, hey, it's up to Bill. And Bill's not going to tell you anything. So if anybody thinks that the Patriots are out on Lamar, it's absolutely madness. Lamar, Lamar, and I'm not saying Lamar for Ramondre's good. So Prime, you're saying that that Lamar ain't thrown to, to Ramondre. I mean, I don't think it's great for Ramondre if Lamar lands in New England. I think Lamar in New England's good for Lamar. I think Lamar in New England's good for maybe whatever wide receiver the Patriots could draft. I don't know that they will, but if they draft a wide receiver at 14, that that's that's ends up being a good situation. Lamar and a wide receiver at 14 would put the Patriots on the map right away. They'd be back in the mix to be a playoff team in 2023. If they've got Lamar and a wide receiver, Addison, Quinton Johnson, obviously JSN, Zay Flowers even, any one of the top four wide receivers on this roster via pick 14, and then Lamar, you surrender a 2024 first rounder and 2025 first rounder after the NFL draft with your offer sheet that the Ravens reject, you bring in Lamar, you have a playoff contending team immediately. You bring in Lamar without going wide receiver here, and it's a lot more difficult because you're probably putting yourself... In a situation um, where it's, you know, I don't, I, it, it's just not a good situation. It's, it's not a good situation. You're, you're looking very much like Baltimore at that point. So the phone lines are open, dial in, and we'll discuss this. But this, this smells like Lamar Jackson potentially going to New England. Not a lock by any means, but just the one little, uh, uh, I don't know tea leave that we're trying to to read here call into the show call, call, call into the show all right 
So let's go. Dial in. Dial in. Zappy is low-key nice. I like Zappy, bro. I like Zappy. Zappy's got some upside. Uh, Smitty. Let's see. Jose says, Smitty. Serious. If the Pats offer two ones to Baltimore, how does it work? They can just cancel the deal or make Lamar sign a tag. No, it's it. He has to. Lamar has to sign a, a, his franchise tag in order to be traded. He's not going to sign his tag. Not this early on in the game. He's stubborn. He's standing on principles. He's not signing his tag. You never know, but I don't think this early in the game. Therefore, there's no trade. He's not getting traded, uh, uh, Joseph. He's getting signed to an offer sheet and not until after the draft so the Patriots don't have to give up the 14 overall pick. You know what I'm saying, bro? There's no way you're trading for him because he can't He can't be traded for. Not until he signs his offer sheet. Or, I'm sorry, his uh, franchise tag. He's not going to sign it. He's not going to sign it. Uh, bro, I was in that same... See here, Matt Jones already. I like New England's offense more. If they don't have a wide receiver, it's not much different than Baltimore. I mean, you got Ramondre, sure, but where are your wide receivers? He's got to get Bill's got to draft a wide receiver at fourteen, or it doesn't make sense. Um, Belichick is the one hitch that makes this unrealistic. I don't know. He, I mean, he started Cam Newton before, bro. It's not like it's not like he doesn't fit the the bill. Pardon the pun. I get it. Thank you. It's a little confusing. It is a little confusing because a lot of people, Joseph, are saying they should trade for Lamar. They should trade for Lamar. Um, they they could potentially trade for Lamar, but probably not until later. Lamar is not going to sign. Um, what's going on, Kilpatrick? Yo, what's going on, Smitty? How you doing? Oh, pretty good, man. I'm I'm real tired. I'm on like two hours, an hour and a half, two hours of sleep, so I'm a little out of it right now, but what's going on? Yo, I got a quick little dynasty question. I'm doing the uh, startup. It's uh, QB Superflex. Um, did a couple trades for, uh, you know, some picks a little bit earlier like in the uh, second round so i've been consistently doing all these mocks and um i'm wondering which of the two options um you think i, I should rather go with so um i got the ninth overall pick in the 12 man so consistently i see you know trevor lawrence like falling to me so um and i also have the two six through a trade so around the turn, I, I see myself getting like T-Law, Brees Hall, and Jalen Waddle a lot of times. Do you like that combo of three versus a Bijan, um, Brees Hall, and Waddle? Which one do you think I should go for? You think I should just... Say, say it again. So at 1.9, you're talking about T-Law, and then who are you thinking in the second round you're trying to give me an example of? Uh, yeah, so I consistently draft like in these mocks. Like if I'm going quarterback, I get Trevor Lawrence three tall than Jalen Waddle with those first three picks? Or do you think I should go for uh, Bijan, then grab Paul, and then grab Waddle? Uh, I'd rather go Bijan. Personally. Okay. You know, it's a risk. You just got to kind of play it out. You got to look at the... uh, 
you got to look at the, the, the quarterback fall, how it's unfolding in the draft. But I like T-Law. T-Law is not bad. <clears throat> He's definitely the safer of the of the two options to go T-Law. But it depends on where like Aaron Rodgers, Carr, Jordan Love are going to go. Because right, I, right. I personally would rather have this team right here. And then, and I don't know about Waddle. I tend to lean different players, but if Waddle's your guy, that's fine. Um, sometimes, you know, some, Garrett Wilson goes in, in round two in a one QB, and he kind of sometimes falls to the top of round three in a in a two QB. You've got other wide receivers that live in round two. You're drafting a round two guy, a guy that lives in round two in a one QB league. That's what you want in the, in the third. You want a guy that's, that lives in round one, Usually in a one QB league with your second, so in a way, Halls is a dynasty startup. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so yeah, Hall, Hall, Hall's gonna Hall's gonna live in round one in a dynasty startup or on the on the verge. But but you you might even get away with him at the top, but you're not drafting at the top of three. But just just so you know, like Hall could fall to this top of three in a dynasty startup if it's super flex. But most likely he's going in round two. But Waddle, so let's say you're sold on Waddle. I'm fine. I'm fine if you, if that's your guy. Then if like you can get a Rod, you can get uh, Jordan Love. You can get a combination of these two guys who will be playing on different teams. Then boom, bro. Yeah, and if I don't go uh, with Waddle, I'm just bringing him up because he usually lands in that spot at right. 206 coming around. Um, I could get crazy and grab Kenneth Walker there and have my three RDs right off the. That, but I don't know how you uh, would view that. I mean, I, I like, or I could, or I could grab Garrett Wilson and kind of take him like half a round earlier. And I love Garrett Wilson, and I am going for like Aaron Rod, uh, a Rod. You can't take Garrett. The, uh, you can't draft. take Garrett Wilson in round one in a super flex. Uh, it would be uh, the two oh six. Oh yeah, yeah. So that that, that I'm okay with. That that I'm okay with. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's uh, it's a tough call to make. Like, if you want to go safe, go T Law. If you, if you want to roll the dice and go go Aaron Rodgers, go Jordan Love, go Derek Carr, get a combination of those guys. Anthony Richardson works perfectly as a number two QB. It just kind of matters how that, like I said, the flow of quarterbacks falling from every draft spot's different. One point. Seven, like let's say all the quarterbacks top five go off the board and you're at 1.6, 1.7. That's going to be different than at 1.9. And you just got to kind of test them out. I've done several of them uh, to test out different strategies. I forced myself, normally I go best player available, but I forced myself through a string of, of best balls last night, the night before, to see where the pressure points were for quarterbacks to fall. And so... I went through a slew of them. I mean, I, I drafted like seven in a row just to, to test the pressure points of Aaron Rodgers. And, and a couple of them worked out well. A couple of them didn't work out well. And so you just got to You got to really get to know the ADP. And, and Aaron Rodgers will fall sometimes. Some and, and a couple times people took him like in the third round, fourth round. Other times, and this is redraft though. And other times he went uh, in round five, five and a half. It's crazy. He's all over the map. Derek Carr's all over the map. Anthony Richardson's all over the map. 
you run the risk of going if you go Bijan at 1.9 you run the risk of getting screwed at quarterback but guess what you have a fantastic team and, and if you trust Jordan Love you trust Bryce uh, or uh, uh, Young you know uh, I like I like those core I like the young quarterbacks I like Bryce Young I like Anthony Richardson as a dynasty startup I do I think Anthony Richardson's one of the most exciting QB ones in a in a super flex dynasty startup. If you're coupling him with an older player like Aaron Rodgers or Derek Carr, who could technically be your QB one for year one. Right, right. Yeah. You know, uh, and and when I do these mocks, and I kind of I, I really try and go for that too, the Bijan Hall. And then, um, you know, whether it be Kenneth Walker or a wide receiver around the turn, um, I, I'm not opposed to taking those three RBs because I do like some of the younger wide receivers, like, coming around the fit. Like, a lot of times I find myself grabbing, like, uh, Christian Watson, and I mm-hmm. follow up with, like, a Jameson Williams, and then, you know, a Jordan Addison will fall usually right, right around there, too. So, like, I'm not opposed to that, but I just wanted to kind of see what you are how you do that especially since it's a startup yeah give me give me Bijan and walker uh it, but but the the crazy part is bro if you can swap your 1.9 draft slot like i don't know if you can trade but to get to get yeah, burrow yeah. it's such a big difference because you could technically get Bijan in the second round you can technically get Bijan in the second round not always, but but sometimes, and you can get these exact same players. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, it's hard. Know, I've, I've kind of uh, I've kind of tested the waters with that. Um, trying to get up to the uh, the fourth or the fifth pick, and um, they they just don't want to trade. Like pretty you know, much. You know what I'm saying? That, that's 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 why my win a league, uh, win a super flex league strategy, uh, from the one through five draft slots it's like you can the same team you're trying to draft here Bijan Hall Waddle you can get these guys with if you have the number you know two three four overall pick and if you can't get Hall exactly you'll get Walker you'll get somebody very very similar um but you could get Bijan in two Hall usually goes in two three uh, Dynasty is a little different, but you never know. Sometimes people draft older. Sometimes people draft nothing but youth, youthful guys. It just depends on on the format and the people you're drafting with. But I mean, Bijan, Hall, Alave, you can get that with Joe Burrow in round one. Like it's crazy. So try try and trade draft slots if you can. Even if you're giving up like your eighth rounder for free or your seventh rounder for free to swap draft slots. I don't know if you can do that, but I've done that before. Uh, yeah, muted yeah, Mario, call back in. Uh, I'll send that out. I'll send that out. All right, bro. Uh, pre- appreciate you. Call, call back if you have another you. question, Thank or you Bruce. can hang tight on hold for a little bit if you want. And uh, The Bruce, Alrighty. you're live. Hey, Smitty. What's up, pal? Our, our Lamar topic. Yeah. Um, uh, well, people say he's, you know, we're thinking he's going to go to New England. My thing is, what if Bill wants to draft another rookie quarterback out of this draft? He might. He might, bro. Because like, I'm thinking about it. I'm like, well, Hooker's coming off a torn ACL. What if he starts Zappy for the year? You know? He, he might, might just want to get his own. 
the only thing that had me yeah. hesitant on thinking that, and just hesitant, I'm not saying I'm throwing it out, but the only thing that had me he- hesitant would be how long's Bill going to play? If Bill thinks he's going to play forever, then maybe he's playing a patient game like that. If Bill's thinking, okay, I've got a couple more, you know, years left, you know, I, I don't right. know if I want to start over all the way. That might indicate how far away he is from retiring, you know, or maybe he's worried about his job, you know. So those are all things to, to consider. Like, is he going to be in a rebuild mode? I don't know. Uh, hold on one second, Bruce. Let me just read these real quick. Uh, that's fire. Appreciate your super chat. Bill stinks. No cap. Um, Zappy will be QB one. I don't know if that's a knock on Bill though. That's fire. Cause I believe that that's what I would do. I wouldn't start Mac Jones. AR 15 over young and Stroud guys, elite best combine. He's the most athletic quarterback or player really that we've seen maybe ever. Like that's how phenomenally, uh, how phenomenal his combine was, but how phenomenal this man is as a, as an athlete, you know, especially at his size to do like, I know this is, you're, you're not, you're not drafting a guy or predicting him to be an NFL superstar. Cause he can do backflips, but just seeing how, how mobile and athletic he is, is just crazy. Like he's just a, an absolute specimen. And, and yeah, we've seen running quarterbacks fail before that can only run, but why does everybody think he can't throw? He's, he's gone out there and thrown pretty well. You know, back-to-back occasions. I, I watched him throw. I, I did not see a guy I worried about throwing the football. Does he have to work on some of his footwork mechanics? Sure. Whatever. Who doesn't? Took took uh, Josh Allen three years. Like, wh- what do people expect? Jalen Hurts, so inaccurate until this past season where we predicted him to break out and be an absolute monster. I, lo- I love AR-15. Now, I will say that I, I like Bryce Young. Stroud's really good. The landing spots are going to kind of maybe dictate who's going to have the best rookie year. But AR-15 is the most exciting of the of the bunch. Bryce Young, I think, has the most natural talent um, and, and in terms of being a quarterback. I think AR-15 is the most athletic. And, and he has a lot of upside to be a, a very good quarterback. I'm sorry. I, I want to answer those super chats. Thank you. That's fire for dropping those. Go ahead, no, Brucey. No problem. Go ahead, Brucey. Uh, yeah, my, the thing I was talking about with Belichick is, you know, what if he doesn't trade for, and we were saying, well, maybe he thinks his job's in jeopardy. You think his job's in jeopardy? Here's my thing. Because Brady won another ring and he didn't. Is Bill's job in jeopardy, you said? You said Brady. Uh, would Bill's job be in jeopardy? Because Tom already won one without Bill. Oh, I see what you're saying. Bill hasn't done nothing without No, Tom. I mean, I mean Bill, Bill's job's in jeopardy, yeah, the longer he goes without winning, you know. But there's been rumblings about that. Like, could Bill be ousted if he has another really bad year? I think the answer is maybe. Maybe. You never know. Depends how bad the year is. Depends how bad he botches personnel and things like that. But, I I mean, Kraft said it's up to Bill if Lamar's coming over. Now, maybe Kraft laid that decision off on him and he's going to tell him, no, I don't want Lamar. We're not spending money. You know, Bill and Kraft just don't spend money. Could I see Kraft just using Bill's the scapegoat 
and literally he's just saying that out in public, you know, maybe. But if Kraft wants Lamar, if Bill wants Lamar, and Bill's not happy with Mac Jones, to me it feels pretty obvious that we're looking at a, a potential situation where where this conversation is at least being had where we're like, okay, okay. We, we, we wait until after the draft, right? We draft a wide receiver, and then we pounce. We come in with an offer that's above what anybody else is offering, but it's 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 good enough that Lamar is going to sign it, but too costly that we know the Ravens are going to reject it. It's got it's got to be a happy medium. Then you got the guaranteed money, as, as as we talked about in the escrow that has to be there. It's complicated. It's complicated. And if you're n- another team, and, and I don't know if they would. Uh, well, do you think another team would take a chance on Mac Jones and say we can fix him? He can be our starter. I think so. I I think may, maybe 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 the Ravens will be one of those teams. Like you you do convince Lamar to sign his his franchise tag, and you make a trade that includes like that. The problem is going to be, let's say the Patriots are the the suitor. They're going to be worried about crafting up a deal that is both low enough that they are willing to pay it high enough that the Ravens don't want to match it. So they don't waste their time and do all the work for them. And I know it sounds like not a big deal, but there is a lot that goes into making an offer, having it all worked out. And in the fact that the Ravens are just like, okay, everything we offer Lamar, he rejects. So we'll let them do the work, get him to sign it, and then we come in and we sign it right we sign it right back and go, finally, we got him to sign a contract. Like that's what a lot of people mean when they say that the other team does all the work for nothing. They don't want to do that. It's a it's a tough it's tough to do that. So maybe, maybe the Patriots say, Hey, we don't want to play that game where you're matching it and all that. What if we gave you Mac Jones? We got rid of the controversy. We gave you Mac Jones and two first rounders. You kick us back a third rounder. That that way you're kind of like you're getting something for Mac Jones, and you're not just throwing him into a deal when you could have just slapped an offer sheet down, had Lamar sign it, surrendered two first rounders, and that's it. You'll give them the two first rounders for the guarantee that they're not going to match the offer, and then they you get you kick back a third or fourth rounder just to you know what I'm saying, like something like that. I can yeah. see happening, but Lamar's got to sign his. Franchise tagger, he can't be traded. He's got to sign it or he can't be traded. I'm not saying he can't be traded later, but he's got to sign it. Can he even talk to teams without signing that tender? Well, yeah, he can. Like right now, he can talk to teams. Okay. Because yeah, I he, didn't understand that whole part of it. I was like, he didn't sign his tender. How can he talk to anybody? Because he's he's not under contract. He's going to get a contract. If he signs his, his uh, franchise tag, he's under contract for 32 plus million dollars he still gets to have the offer sheets come his way but if he signs his franchise tag he's guaranteed he's it's that's him saying give me a 32 million dollar one-year deal him not signing it's him saying i don't want it now he doesn't have to sign it the ravens have his rights on the 32 mil but if he doesn't sign it and he doesn't show up it's him holding out then he's fined and then he doesn't get the thirty-two million, but he's also fined so heavily that he can't afford it. You can't, you just can't hold out anymore. If anybody would try it, it would be Lamar. But this isn't yeah. the old NFL where 
you could waive all those fees in, in, in fines once the player comes back. Remember Zeke Elliott used to hold out and he have like $1.5 million in fines. And as soon as he comes back and, you know, comes back to the table, they waived the fines. The fines were just, they were nothing. They were, they were just, they were, they were paper tiger fines. They were not real. Um, eventually the, the, the rules were changed and now through the, the NFL PA and the, the collective bargaining and all that, they came up with a new, um, rule that you can't waive those fines. You can't discredit, discard them after a player returns. So you can't really hold out anymore if you do it so costly. And I know, again, Lamar's the kind of person that stands on principle whether he's right or wrong, he just stands on it. I mean, you respect that part about him, but he stands on the wrong principles, in my opinion, sometimes. Who am I to judge? But, yeah. look, he can't hold out. If he does hold out, he's going to cost him a boatload of money. He's obligated to play on the on the $32 million deal. Whether he signs it or not, he's obligated to it, and he's going to get fined. Yeah, I, 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 look, I, I'm not saying I, I want everybody to understand. I'm not saying Mac Jones is, uh, is is out for sure, but you don't shop your quarterback and then start him very often. You know what I mean? Like we're already wondering if Mac Jones is the starter, and when you hear that they're shopping him to a handful of teams, and Zappy's already got a whole lot of buzz and you kind of like zappy this guy this guy cries more than kyler murray and and all of a sudden you find out that the team was shopping him heavy do you really do you really think they want to start him i don't think they do i think they're moving on i think bill's tired of mac jones i've already said i think he's a bust i just don't see he doesn't have that grit he doesn't have that drive he doesn't have that that cool headed calm collective uh, uh vibe that you need as a, a, a signal caller. This guy doesn't feel right. I think he's eventually out. If he's not out week one, I think Zappy starts games. I I just yeah I just I don't I don't think uh, Mac Jones is 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 him at all. Bill's crazy not to go after Lamar, especially with the open ended. It's up to Bill from Kraft, the owner of the New England yep. Patriots, said it's up to Bill Belichick. And who cares what Bill says now, doesn't say now? Who cares what a director of personnel says in an interview? None of it matters. It's up to Bill. Unless you hear Bill say, we have no interest whatsoever in Lamar Jackson, which could still be smoke, mind you. Because why would you tell anybody? Yeah, yeah, we're going to, as soon as the NFL draft uh, ends, we're submitting an offer sheet. (laughs) Why would you tell anybody that? Bruce, if somebody came to you in your league and said, who are you taking at 1.2 in the rookie draft? And they said, I heard you were going to take Jordan Addison at 1.2, Bruce, and your rookie only draft. Would you say, no, 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 no. I'm going Jameer Gibbs. No, you wouldn't. You yeah. wouldn't want anybody to know your plan. You'd be like, yeah, Addison's great. <laughs> I like Addison. I'm not trying to rip on him. I'm just, no, Bill's not telegraphing what he's going to do. We don't know what Bill's going to do. Kraft already signed off on it publicly, which could have been uh, 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 just a fake, you know, pressured, you know, type of, of comment response. Who knows? But Zappy's starting. 
I would say at least half a season, if not week one. And I've been scooping up Zap, Zappy in a lot of uh, super flex drafts at the very end. And I don't, I don't know how much longer he's going to last now. He's probably going to go a little bit earlier. But Zappy's been a, f- a fantastic super flex grab in the final rounds. Well, I did something that you might not do. <laughs> I grabbed yeah. Mac Jones in the final round and said he's going somewhere and he's going to prove people wrong. Well, draft Mac Jones and Zappy too. That's always a, an approach. But yeah, I, I, I got Mac Jones in uh, like the last round yesterday. The very last round, I got I grabbed Mac Jones. Yeah. So I was like, hey man, he's going somewhere and he's going to prove people wrong somewhere. He has to. Yep. You know. Well, uh, Bruce, what else you got? I lost. Uh, what are we thinking on? Oh man, ah, I forget Hayden Hooker and him pop hopping into the first round. I think Hayden Hooker. I think I. I don't know if this. I talked about this with you on the show or if it was someone else that asked it. But I think Hayden Hooker, if he had not tore his ACL, would be right there neck and neck. Dog fight, who's QB4? Some even said QB3, oh. but dog fight. Like, is it Levis? Is it Hendon Hooker? Is it Hendon Ho- <clears throat> Hooker? Is it Levis? It would have been a dog fight for that number four QB spot. So, uh, he projected to go really late because of the ACL tear. He's been climbing up. Quarterbacks always climb up. People are like, well, who's the next quarterback no one's talking about? Maybe we can get him. That's the way the old DMs and. <laughs> Scouts, I'm sure, look at things. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I mean, he's perfect for a team that doesn't need the quarterback now. Similar to, I think, what you said or the caller before, or both. That I forget. If, if yeah, you bring in Hen and Hooker and you start Zappy. I think that's what you said. Bruce. Oh, that was me. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. A, that's a perfect scenario. Or if, if we look at uh, the first round, because he probably will climb into round one. Uh, maybe a cloudy situation like Washington. Maybe a cloudy situation like Tampa Bay. Maybe Hendon Hooker goes to New York. And they say, we like Danny Dimes, but guess what? I want to mold and craft a potential backup. And Dable gets his hands on him. Because Hendon Hooker in the right hands could be pretty darn good. Some some would even argue that had he not torn his ACL He'd be in a conversation higher than the top four quarterbacks, the top three. He could be in the two to three top QB conversation. It's the ACL tear. Uh, It's a few other um, uh, outlying factors, but ultimately this is a guy a lot of people liked. And ultimately a guy a lot of people would love if he wasn't recovering from the ACL tear. Colts could trade down because they don't want to go Levis here. Maybe they get Hennon Hooker. Maybe they trade down to a very comfortable spot they know Hen and Hooker will fall to because they don't want to draft him at four. Maybe some team comes up like Trey Lance got drafted so high, maybe they draft him at four. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you never, you never ever know. Maybe the Seahawks take him at five. Maybe the Seahawks trade down or they wait until 20 and Hen and Hooker falls to 20. Part of me, we hear so much Anthony Richardson to Seattle and we're like, whoa, they just... They just ink Gino to a big deal, but they clearly don't believe in Gino for the long, long term. And if Seattle gets a chance to draft Hooker or Levis, Levis is not falling to 20, but Hooker could. 
And he might not. He might fall to 20. He might not. We don't even know. So, very, very tough to say. Very tough to say, Brucey. Okay. And what do you think of, of course, the Raiders have to do it. What do you think of the Raiders hosting rookie quarterbacks, even though they signed big uh, Jimmy G to a big-term contract this offseason? I mean, it, it obviously is telling that they aren't 100% into Jimmy G for the long term. Maybe they initially like him. Maybe they are hoping he's the guy. But the fact that they're having a lot of interest in a, in a, in a lot of quarterbacks makes you wonder, you know, what, what their feeling is right now. So Yeah, that was my thing. I'm like, wait a minute. I was like, you just signed your quarterback. And, and I heard from, I know they did Richardson, but from what I understand, they also did Levis. Yeah. They brought in Levis. Yeah. So I'm like, wait. I'm like, well, it's either they're planning for the future or they're just saying, look, we don't believe in it. I don't I don't know which one of the two it is. Yeah. Um let, let, let's let's cast a little vote here uh, in the chat. Let's cast a vote. If you believe that that Bill Belichick is going to find a way to get Lamar Jackson onto his roster, Put a put a thumb up. If you think no, put a thumb down, or a yes or no. If you're if you're not unable to use an emoji, let's see what you guys think. Thumb up or yes if you think Lamar's in New England somehow, some way, and thumb down or type no if you think Lamar's not in New England. Let's see what you guys think. And again, understand that my live stream. The whole point was, hey, Patriots have shot Mac Jones. That's the point of the live stream. But my twist is I feel like we already feel like Lamar to New England's a really decent possibility. It's one of the more likely of the unlikely scenarios because right now we only have unlikely scenarios. We don't have any likely scenarios at all. So the most likely of the unlikely is the New England Patriots, you know? Uh, there's a few other spots, but Zappy will do. Bill is too cheap, and that's p- part of that is true. But you know, Kraft gave him the go-ahead, but was Kraft winking when he said, "Yeah, whatever Bill wants, Bill, you can't have him." I mean, that's certainly possible. We only and, got and one my... thumb up out of like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine out of ten. So 10% chance so far, according to the chat. Chat says no. Chat and says no. The thing with that, and I and I agree. I agree. Because okay. here's the thing. Which quarterback did they have? A great quarterback. Did he take a big pay or did he take a pay like, hey, just give me this amount, but give me weapons. Okay, let's move on to the next topic or, or the, the next team. All right, let's do it different. Let's type a one, just so we don't have some of the old votes lingering. Type in one if Lamar's an Indianapolis Colt. Type in two if you don't think he's going to be a Colt. So one if he's going to be a Colt, two if you don't think he'll be an Indianapolis Colt. What's up, Detest? What's up, Peace? What's going on, Steven? Let's see what the vote is now. Uh, Do you think he'll be a Colt? What do you think, Bruce? I'll vote 
yes on that one. I'll I'll pick yes. Like I, like I I said, picked. of the most unlikely. And you know what? And and everyone says it's unlikely. I don't think it would be. It, how do I put it? To a point, like I listened to the McAfee show, and he pretty much said, if Ursay had to, and he really wanted Lamar, if he did, he would give up the fourth overall pick for Lamar, if he had to. Yeah. Uh, so the vote so far: two, two, one, two, two, one, two, one, one, one. We got a lot more Indianapolis Colt votes. We're we're looking at one, two, three, four, five. Out of, looks like it's a split, five and five, roughly. Uh, look, Lamar and Indy would be great. JT, Pittman, Jelani Woods. Excuse me. Um, that's a that's a that's a real decent situation. New England, I don't like if they don't bring in a wide receiver. If they don't draft a, a rookie wide receiver, I don't like New England. They're they're not much different than Baltimore, but but Indianapolis is is something. That's a good spot of the most unlike the most likely of the unlikely because they're all unlikely landing spots until we find out someone's interested in dropping an offer sheet. The most likely of the unlikely is the Indianapolis Colts and New England Patriots, and I have to say I agree with the chat. I think Indy's more likely than than uh than New England, but New England's definitely in play until we hear they're not from Bill, which I don't think we will. And even if he said it in passing, like now nah, I'm we're just Bill, do you want Lamar? Uh I'm focused on what we have on the roster right now. You know, we're we're not we're not looking to other quarterbacks or looking outside. And somebody's like, oh the Patriots are out. You know, that's just Bill why would Bill tell you? But I would say if I had to guess, I'd say Indy's more likely than New England. New England's more likely than a lot of other situations. But Lamar would definitely make more of an impact in Indy. Agreed. It's There's just weapons there. There's more weapons there. Um, not to say that, that New England couldn't develop those or bring those players in. I don't think Juju's a great wide receiver one for a team. But if they brought in Hopkins, if they traded a second or let's say they traded two third rounders for Hopkins, which might be doable, you you bring in Lamar, you trade some later some mid picks for Hopkins, maybe a second. I'd trade one second for Hopkins. If you have Hopkins and Lamar, New England's fire. New England's a playoff team, and that's hard to say in that division because it, what? you might have all four teams from the same division in the playoffs, meaning that. You, let's say if the Bills is the, the division winner, the remaining three teams all grab all three of the only three wildcard spots. I'm not saying that's very likely, but I mean, they're a playoff team. They got Lamar and Hopkins. They're a playoff team. They got Lamar and JSN. They're a playoff contending team. If Do the Colts think- get Lamar, they're a playoff contending team right away. I was going to say, do you think the Patriots think that the Cardinals are going to cut them because it's going to save them $19 million? And they're like, we'll just wait and we'll test till he hits free agency? I think he hits that, free agency? I think that's what some teams are thinking that we're potentially not going to make the offer. 
You know, like if you, let's say New England said, yeah, we want Hopkins, but we're not giving up the Cardinals asking price. And frankly, we're not giving up in anything close to the Cardinals asking price. What I've heard is the Cardinals want a second, a third, and a fourth. The same package that got Christian McCaffrey. There's no way, whether I, whether I, I, I agree. I think Hopkins is worth the second rounder. If you're a contending team, if you're not a contending team, why would you do it? No. But if you're the Bills, you're the the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't care how many wide receivers you have. If you're the Bengals, if you're the Bills, if you're the Chicago Bears, who are a contending team, in my view, if you're any one of these squads, if you're the Eagles, even, even if you're the the Philadelphia Eagles with uh, Devontae Smith, Goddard, and AJ Brown, I you're you're crazy to not see the value in giving up a second round pick to go get DeAndre Hopkins to win a Super Bowl. Um, do I think that teams that that have the ability to win a Super Bowl with the addition of Hopkins should be playing this? Oh, let's let them get cut game. Then you got to bid on them with everybody else. It's a it's a race to get Hopkins. Who's going to give him the most money? Uh, mixed with chasing a ring, you know, you, you're not going to have a great likelihood of getting Hopkins as a free agent like you would in almost a guarantee. Just give a second rounder like McCaffrey. If McCaffrey hit free agency. Let's just say last year, every team would be after him. But because he cost draft capital, it was the Niners, essentially. Maybe there was another team or two involved. But, I mean, you don't want this to become a everybody wants him and everyone's going to have their hat hat in the ring. You want to take control of your destiny. And right now, you can get Hopkins without much of a, a struggle or competition to get him. And so, you know, now's the time to strike. But to answer your question, ultimately, the teams that aren't necessarily top dog contenders, but maybe they could squeeze into the playoffs and they feel more confident about their situation than we do, those teams are probably going, I want Hopkins, but let's just try and get him if he gets cut. So the answer is yes. A lot of teams are thinking that. But three or four teams shouldn't be. Three or four teams should say, screw a second rounder or screw two third rounders. I bet you get Hopkins for two third rounders. Screw two third rounders. Go get Hopkins. Win a championship. Why not? Okay. And I got two rookie running backs, and I don't know where you rank them. Devion Aikian from uh, or Aiken from Texas A&M and Dwayne McBride. And I forget where he went. Yeah. I'm, those are... I like him. I like rookie... Depends where they go. Depends where they go. Okay. They could go. They could go undrafted. They could go in the third round. They could go in the fourth round. It just kind of depends. Draft capital for RBs tells a big story about how much volume they're going to get. Whether they could be on the verge of being cut come September. Whether they're, they're August. There's so many things that are tied to draft capital, and it, it sucks. That's the way it is. But it is. You're drafted in the fourth round. They're a lot less likely to start for your team than if you're drafted in the first or second round. It's just the way it is. So where they go is going to be critical. Okay, yeah, I I like them guys. I'm just like, wait a minute. I'm like, like, how do we feel about these guys? Am I the only one that likes these two? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Hod says, why would teams spend high draft capital on QBs when they can draft late finds like Purdy, Dak, 
Hertz, uh, Zappy. Bro, those are those are so hard to come by that it's not that easy. Prime, if, if people could draft a Purdy every time or they they would do it. But you can't always find those. They're, they're very rare. Those are gems. Those are hidden gems. They come around very, very uh, not so often. But Purdy's still got a lot to prove. You can't even really throw him in that category yet. Uh, especially with the UCL. You don't know how he's going to respond. Zappy's not proven to throw in that category. Dak, I believe, is... Um, Hertz, obviously, is a monster. But I don't I don't think you can use that that thinking to not go draft a quarterback. Like, you know, you have to take... Usually, the big dogs are the ones. Uh, Smitty, what's your honest opinion on Kyler? Says the test. I think he's a crybaby. I think he's a poor leader. I think his own team doesn't respect him. I think he's got a lot of trust he's got to earn back. But guess what? Just like any any movie where somebody's, um, I don't know, somebody's not respected on their own team in, in a movie, like a, especially like a sports movie, and they at the end you know they come back and they get everybody to rally around him. Like Kyler can do that if, in the right circumstances and if he changes his attitude and if Gannon can get the most out of him. And Gannon loves him. Gannon's like, the reason I took this job was because of Kyler. That, that to me, um, I'm hopeful, but I, you know, until I see it, I'm doubtful or I doubt Kyler. I doubt Kyler a lot until I see it. I doubt him, but, but I am hopeful and I I can only be hopeful because Gannon's already put his foot in his mouth in this, in a sense that he can't go in a different direction now. Even if someone came with a nice offer for Kyler and let's say Anthony Richardson fell to the Cardinals at three, the Cardinals are going to regret they're going to regret. I'll probably make a t-shirt. I'll probably hold a sign. I might go out onto the street corner, Bruce, or or do some kind of 12-hour live stream or go out onto the street corner or do a darkness retreat in protest for the Cardinals to not to draft Anthony Richardson and my reaction to them not drafting <laughs> Anthony Richardson. We can get him at three if we want. Or Bryce Young if he fell. To not go after Bryce Young or Anthony Richardson... It's, I, I'm, I'm just sick to my stomach. I'm sick to my oh. stomach. Trade Kyler for whatever you can get. Trade trade Kyler to get Charbonnet. You know what I'm saying? Trade Kyler to get so a pick. Can, uh... To get a pick that gives you Charbonnet or Gibbs. And those guys are going to go at the... Gibbs might go at the bottom of round one. Charbonnet's going around two. I would literally... If you could... On the clock, trade Kyler Murray for Charbonnet... Or the pick that you could draft Charbonnet with, and you felt comfortable that it was, you're gonna get him, you know, and and, and you could you could get Charbonnet and something small, or fourth rounder and that pick that lands Charbonnet. I would take Charbonnet and Anthony Richardson, keep Hopkins. I'm sure he'd love to play with Anthony, Anthony Richardson. You got Hollywood Brown. You have Gannon. Build up the defense. This is a team. Charbonnet or Gibbs. Using Kyler Murray to get that player, the capital to get that player, and you draft Anthony Richardson at number three overall. That's how you win. That's how you turn a franchise around. I could do it in one night. I could do it in one night, Bruce. I think they should hire you as general manager. I think they should. I would turn it around in one night. Uh, Andy, I will do an auction, a lot of auction content as well. Not to mention the, the fantasy so you're fo- gonna, the, 
hold on one second, Bruce. The fantasyfootballshow.com, all the rankings, the trade calculator, it's all based on auction dollars. Not that you need to do auctions to use the rankings. I'm just saying the dollar values are next to every player ordered in order of dollars. So if you want auction help, the fantasyfootballshow.com has you covered. And the trade calculator tells you based on auction dollars how a trade is off balance or, you know, equal or whatever. So get over and check that out if you need help with auction. What'd you say, Bruce? I said we should get Smitty out in the the corner, like you were saying, but before the draft and just have a thing. Get rid of Kyler. Yeah, I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have a sign. I- I've already kind of thought about it. I'm gonna have a sign that says something like, "If the Cardinals don't take Anthony Richardson at number three, we will live to regret it for the remainder of, for for the next twenty years. We will live to regret or fifteen, I'll say." To not take Anthony Richardson, we will live to regret it. And I'll put a bag over my head if I've got him at the end or whatever. I I, I just, I'm so sick over thinking about that it's not going to happen. We're not, there's no way. And Ron Navy talked about this in the the Zoom call. And if anybody wants to get on the Zoom calls, just click the blue join button on the main YouTube homepage. But we talked about this and, and Ron was saying, well, what if they drafted Anthony Richardson anyway, even though they believe in Kyler or Gannon believes in Kyler, they can't send that kind of message. I mean, anything's possible, but they can't send that kind of message because you're basically well, saying we're drafting a guy that is going to, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't do that. Like you wouldn't buy, it's like buying, um, uh, hard, hard to like come up with an analogy. It's like, um, I don't know. It's like buying a steak dinner and then buying, you know, a, a, a prime rib and setting it right next to you. And then you're you're like, oh, no, I'm not going to eat that. I just ordered it just in case, you know, like it, it's a waste. You, you're either going to waste it or you're going to say, oh, you know what? I am going to take a bite. Like there's no way you draft Anthony Richardson and not use that high draft capital on another player that helps the team support Kyler. If Kyler is your commitment, which I disagree with being the commitment, I think he should be traded. But if you're committing to Kyler and you draft Anthony Richardson, you're you're making Kyler Murray scared, which you could say, oh, competition is good, but what are you doing with that talent? It's a waste of talent. It's like having a tank a tank of gas in your car and a and a and a uh, you fill up a gallon of gas but you can't use them at the same time. It's like, what good is it? If you could only use one of them anyway, why wouldn't you just use that money on something else, you know, to better the vehicle? Like you can't, you can't use Anthony Richardson and Kyler. You're destroying one of them by drafting both, by having both of them. Um, Cardinals have a chance really bounce to really bounce away from the, from Murray right now. Exactly. Smitty drafting hundred percent. I got Hod, hold, hold on, Bruce. Hold on, Bruce. Hold on one second. Right. Hod, Sauce Gardner was my number one ranked player in his draft class over all the all the players, and so not true. But there are there I are for that. Yeah, but there are times where I do believe the offensive players are they make a greater impact. You can coach up a little easier on the defensive side. But but go ahead, Bruce. 
as I got first I vouch for what you said sauce was your th- uh, number one player last year but my question is does uh, Gannon work for the GM or does the GM work for Gannon I don't know kind of like in San Francisco where Shanahan works for Lynch it's not the it's not the other way around yeah I don't I don't know I don't I'm not sure I'm not sure I don't think we really know yet uh, Nina Rick says you won't get that much for Kyler that's why I said I would take Charbonnet I would take Jameer Gibbs Give me a pick that lands me one of those guys when you're on the clock, you know you can get the player. You wait long enough to, to get the, the trade to go, you know, to get a team to bite. No one's going to give you a 14. No one's going to give you a 15. But as you get later in the first round, you start picking up the phone. And granted, if teams that are drafting at the at the bottom of the second, the bottom of the first round aren't going to be in need of a quarterback, we'll take a look at the board right now. All these teams, you know, are, win- are winning teams. Um, except for obviously New Orleans, but they got Carr. You've got all these teams right here that don't need signal callers, right? Except for maybe Baltimore, um, if they let Lamar go. Maybe Baltimore. I mean, you you could maybe get twenty two overall from Baltimore if they let Lamar go. It's possible. It would be crazy if New England did give up the 14 if they said, you know what, we got to do this now. We can't wait till after the draft. If New England gave up 14 and a 2024 first rounder for, you know, in the offer sheet, right? And, and they signed Lamar to an offer sheet. The Ravens rejected it. And then these two first rounders won the 14 overall and then the 2024 first go. <clears throat> um, I could see the Baltimore Ravens. I could see the Baltimore Ravens who have the 14 now give up the 22 for Kyler and then then what do you have you have the 14 and Kyler versus 22 and Lamar like I could see him doing something like that and Munkin's installing a new offense so maybe they're willing to wait a year it's it's possible I mean these are all scenarios that I'm just kicking around but I'm, I'm trying to come up with you know ideas you know what would a team maybe kick around in a boardroom but but you in the case of the Cardinals real quickly if you're trading if you're trading Kyler Murray away, you take Anthony Richardson here, and you trade Kyler Murray away, you're probably waiting through this 22 to 31, and then at the top of round two, when you get back to these teams that are QB needy, and granted, you know, a lot of QBs are landing in these spots right here, but maybe the Seahawks, maybe the I mean, I don't think the Seahawks would necessarily want to go after Kyler, but... Maybe the Colts don't go quarterback. Who, who knows what happens? Maybe you have to wait till you get to this part here, but that's when you get the Charbonnet. Not to mention the entire second round isn't the exact order, but I'm just giving you an idea. Um, Here's an, uh, an idea that I would have if you think that they would do it. Do you think that the uh, Cardinals would trade their two first-round picks, so 2022 and next year, and Kyler for, like, Lamar and two threes. Because you no. know you ain't going to get a first as a kickback. Well, you could just sign him to an offer sheet and only pay two oh. first rounders. Okay. And, yeah, and that, I was like, well, maybe don't swap <clears throat> Tyler for Lamar. And not to mention, think about it from this perspective, Bruce. If you... You have to get him to sign a contract anyway. You're not trading for Lamar Jackson franchise tagged. You're trading for Lamar Jackson, franchise tagged with an agreement already in place that gets announced simultaneously. 
okay. similar to when Adams got traded to the Raven to the to the Raiders. That deal was, you know, constructed behind scenes. The trade was executed. The contract was announced. Tyreek Hill, as soon as he's elsewhere, the contract's announced. As an acquiring team, if you're doing a trade and you're not doing the offer sheet thing, which is a contract in itself, you are not trading for Lamar unless he's inked to a long-term deal. So, therefore, I would circle back and say, why give up Kyler? Why give up? anything like that when you can trade Kyler for a first rounder and you can surrender that first rounder and your 2020, you know, whatever first rounder, like not, not this pick, but well, you could, you could surrender this pick and your 2024, but that's a lot. Like you, you'd want to wait until after the draft. That's why no one's biting right now because the teams that need quarterbacks are all pretty much early picks. Look at Colts, uh, Cardinals, uh, don't need one, but Colts, Texans, Panthers, uh, Texans again, uh, Tennessee maybe, yeah, New England, Washington. These are all teams. These are all teams that uh, in the Falcons here. Falcons, Raiders did need one. These are all teams that need a quarterback, but they're all early picks. No one wants to surrender a top fifteen, top sixteen overall pick for Lamar Jackson when they're also giving that twenty twenty four first. So. That's why teams are going to wait until after the NFL draft so that the early draft capital that's locked in place, you know what you have, is gone, spent, and now you come in with the offer sheets. I predict that we'll start seeing a lot of movement as soon as the NFL draft's over because then you're surrendering your 24 and 25 first-rounders. 2023's gone. I truly believe that's... So if you're the Cardinals, you just wait for that if that's what you wanted to do. You wait until you okay. you, you pick, uh, you know, whatever... You pick whoever with this three pick. You trade it down. You take Jackson Smith and Jigba. You take a defensive player here at number three. You take the top defensive player in the draft. You take the top offensive lineman in the draft. Whatever you want to do with three. And then you surrender your 24 first and your 25 first for, um, for Lamar. And then you trade Kyler away. But you'd almost have to trade Kyler away after. Unless you had a lot of balls. But if you do that, you're devaluing the, the market value for him. Like Rosen. When the Cardinals, that's one thing I loved about Kingsbury, is he came in, Kingsbury came in, and he drafted Kyler. And he said, I don't care, Rosen's been here for one year, he's not my guy. And I wish Gannon would have done that, but Gannon loves Kyler. But after that drafting of Kyler, Rosen had no trade value. He would have had a lot more trade value had they traded him before the draft, but they didn't. Um crazy bro it's crazy all right brucey uh last question then i gotta jump i don't have one you're good all right bruce call in uh later we'll be back uh real quickly yep. let me yeah yeah call in later we'll be back later bruce uh let's see if there's any other news while i'm here with my luck as soon as i end the live stream it'll break or if it's something crazy big new then i gotta go live again on a different stream anyway Raiders have hired former Patriots wide receiver Danny Amendola. Um, I don't, I don't see anything. Let me, let me go back and just refresh a couple different news feeds and such. Make sure I'm. Uh, look at my, look at my office with the, look at my studio. It's a mess with all the. Danny Amendola. 
Hen and Hooker scheduled to meet with the Titans at the 12 and the Commanders at the, what, 16 pick? Hoyer, Brian Hoyer signed um, with the, the Raiders. That's about it. I think we're caught up. We're caught up on everything. Guys, I appreciate you being here. Subscribe if you're new. I'm live Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, every single Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern. That means I'll be back at, at 7 p.m. I'm also live whenever news breaks, which is the live stream you're watching right now. News broke. Patriots talking about, or there's a report that the Patriots were talking about trading Mac Jones that they may or may not still be trying to. So we went live. And I'm live Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday at midnight. Today is Tuesday, so we should be live tonight doing some drafting. Unless news breaks or I go extra long on the 7 p.m. show. These are always gravy shows. They're never given, but they most likely happen. I'll see you all later at 7 p.m. unless news breaks. Appreciate you all. Uh, Thank you, Fire. That's Fire for dropping the two Super Chats on the live stream. Appreciate you. Thank you, everybody else that uh, participated in today's live stream. Appreciate you all. Appreciate you all. Gannon just became a YouTube exclusive member. Gannon to the moon, pal. Appreciate you, Gannon. Later, Nick. Later, Max. Later, Prime. Later, Peanut Butter and Waivers. Later, Steven. The test dropping a super chat on screen. Thank you for your time, sir. Thank you for your time. The test to the moon. To the moon. People are getting burrowed left and right, and people are going to remember it. Get burrowed. Don't forget, you can get on over to the merch uh, merch store if you want to get some merch. And, and uh, that's at uh, thefantasyfootballshow.com slash, slash uh, merch. Or on the YouTube, um, I think any, any video you're watching, you should see it down below on mobile. Or if you, go, you click on store, or what does it say, shop? Let me see. I get the exact uh, verbiage here for you. So if you go to my my main page, you click on store. Uh, on the on the main YouTube page, click on store, and you can get all this merch. Or go to thefantasyfootballshow.com. We got the Breeze's Pieces shirt. We got the Get Breeze. We got the Kenneth Skywalker. We got the the traditional the Fantasy Football Show logo merchandise. We got all kinds of hoodies, shirts, different colors. Go check it out. Appreciate you all. Get Breeze.